Hey Indoor Cycle Instructor Pro members, I'm very excited to present to you our latest audio profile. Hi and welcome to another audio profile. This one's actually kind of special to me because, well, I know it. This new profile is called His, Hers, and Ours, and it is the companion to the Epic Planet DVD, Epic Red Wing, that Amy and I filmed with Alan Jones earlier this summer. I hope you enjoy it. Epic Red Wing is an endurance profile where you and your tandem partner are leading a group of cyclists over the next 60 minutes. The two of you are committed to pulling your group at a fast yet maintainable pace with your primary objective being to demonstrate your fitness to those behind you. Now to do this, you'll want to keep your intensity at the level where you are challenged yet confident all the way to the end. This video features yours truly and my faithful stoker, and it's not stroker, it's stoker, Amy McGowan riding our tandem that we call the bus along the Mississippi River which is the east-west boundary between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Now, the title of this audio profile, His, Hers, and Ours, comes from how Amy and I have very different preferred cadences, and yet our pedals are locked together, forcing us to pedal at the same speed. As a considerate tandem captain, I will make continuous gearing changes in the attempt to satisfy both of us. In our case, I switch between his, I prefer to spin a small gear somewhere in the high 80s, hers, now Amy's very strong and after 18 years as the senior group fitness instructor in our family, she's very aerobically fit. She prefers a big gear at a cadence around 70 RPM. And then there's ours. Riding a tandem has you seated for long periods of time, and a saddle brake on level ground requires some additional coordination to smoothly get up and out. We found that a very big gear at about 60 RPM will give us something to stand on and have us looking like we are the matched pair that we truly are when we come up and out. Now the challenge of this ride is in maintaining a consistent ground speed. You've got people following you and that ground speed is really an indication of your power output. The challenge comes while making the frequent changes to your cadence. You understand if your pedal speed slows, your load has to increase and vice versa so that your speed is maintained for the entire ride. Music selection. The structure of the class is the video. And I have suggested a playlist at the end of this. Now, I find it maddening to attempt to time my playlist perfectly to the video. But focus your efforts on the first and last climbs and then run with it. If you have good music, it always seems to work out. Now, in the PDF I've included with this, there are suggestions for teaching with video. And I'm not going to go through those, but you can reference the PDF to get those indications as far as the information available on the screen, kind of how I teach it. Now the workout. It's broken up into five segments. In segment number one, I begin with what we all should as a proper introduction and then our initial warm-up. I begin by introducing myself and explaining the profile. 
Hi, my name is John McGowan, and today I have a special treat for everyone. We will be riding to this video set along the bluffs of the Mississippi River Valley, the border of Minnesota and Wisconsin. We're riding a tandem today, and over the next 60 minutes, we will all experience some of the unique challenges that come from riding a bicycle built for two. Now, the class is broken into five segments, and I'll explain each along the way. Over these first five minutes, we'll get you warmed up, and then we will conquer an eight-minute climb. During the climb, I'll take you through a simple assessment of your aerobic threshold heart rate. Then we'll ride along with the video through the flat section and over rolling hills working aerobically. All of this is in preparation for the big climb at the end. Not to worry, I see all of you as accomplished endurance athletes and believe each of you will be able to ride and finish with us at the top. Now, right now, I'd like everyone to find a comfortable cadence and add enough load to your pedals so you are feeling productive with each pedal stroke. Segment two, eight minute climb, and then the T1 aerobic threshold assessment. I like to include a simple assessment in every class I teach. I feel it helps my students connect with the feelings of crossing metabolic thresholds and get some thinking about distinct training zones. Below T1, between T1 and T2, and then above T2, or above threshold. Now in a five zone system that I'm used to working with, T1 is typically the base of zone three, T2 being ATLT at the top of zone three. In the past, I've referred to T1 as JRA, just riding along heart rate. There's a lot of research that identifies this first threshold, like the Foster Talk Test. I have found over years of teaching endurance classes that it's easiest for my students to feel T1 early in their warm-up. This assessment can become part of the typical warm-up surges and accelerations you're normally teaching to raise your students' level of intensity. Now, instead of using a subjective RPE number, I prefer to give everyone a tangible, objective feeling that they can relate to the range of heart rates T1 and T2. They are below T1, what I call the chatty zone. You can breathe comfortably just through your nose, and you feel very comfortable having a conversation. Just above T1, here's where you start to feel the need to exhale through your mouth. Between T1 and T2, a combination of nose and mouth breathing. And then T2, threshold, and above, locomotive breath, mouth breathing only. Now, if this is new to you, please give it a try on your own. And then in your next class, let me know your experiences. After the warm-up, we move into the climb. And I ask everyone to maintain a comfortable cadence, and I'm not setting a specific cadence and I add them to add load until they feel the need to stand but we don't we'll be climbing this hill in the saddle until the last minute when the hill gets steeper and it forces us to stand now a long climb like this is perfect for discovering your aerobic threshold for most of us this is the place where you can no longer breathe in and out only through your nose I would like you to close your mouth and get comfortable breathing Next, you're going to maintain our pedal speeds and feel for your intensity to reach that point where you feel some distress or discomfort breathing only through your nose. Now hold your effort there while we battle this climb. As you are still warming up, 
you may begin to feel your body adapting and with it comes some comfort. Many of you will be able to close your mouth again and when that happens, that is your signal to add another gear, bring yourself back to that place where you can breathe in through your nose but need to exhale out your mouth. For those of you with a heart rate monitor, each time you get to that point where you feel the transition in your breathing, check your monitor. For many of you with an understanding of your anaerobic threshold, you should see a number that typically around 10% less than your typical AT or LT. I'm trying to get all of you to understand that feeling of crossing this metabolic threshold. Over the next seven minutes, we repeat this process of adding load, feeling the additional stress, the transition in our breathing, waiting for our bodies to adapt, feeling the comfort, and then we do it again. I'm encouraging everyone to work independently, cueing themselves based on how they're feeling and responding. This process should have everyone warm, working above T1, somewhere in zone three, and ready to work. As we approach the final minute, I ask them to continue maintaining their pedal speed while we add that final gear that forces us up and out, and we carry that till we reach the top. Segment three. Now this is 20 minutes of endurance. Here's where I explain his, hers, and ours. I'm telling the class. Now riding a tandem creates an interesting dilemma. He wants a faster cadence with lighter pedals and she wants to push a bigger gear at something a bit slower. You both want to keep your road speed constant and impress those who are following. Now, as the captain, you will shift back and forth between smaller and larger gears. Now, I tell the class, we will stay above T1 and alternate between his, light and quick, and hers, heavy and slow. And again, his, somewhere in that 80-ish RPM, hers slower, but not grinding, somewhere in that 70 RPM. You can cue these changes at any interval. They could be 30 seconds, two minutes, whatever you prefer. But you're reminding everyone that it's important that they feel the continuous challenge, regardless of the varying pedal speeds. At the 31 minute and 45 second mark, there is a short climb where you can describe hours. Have them throw on a very big gear so the two of you can stand while keeping a slightly slower 60-ish RPM. You can explain. Now with the two of you out of the saddle, it's important to have plenty to stand on. Control your body, balance, so as not to affect the steering of the bicycle. Segment number four, 15 minutes of rolling country. Now this segment begins with another hours short climb where you're having them, again, throw on that big gear, stand, slow pedals. And then you will continue to cue his and hers changes. And it ends the same with another hours short climb where we can take a quick saddle break before the final climb of the ride. Segment five. I frequently refer to Minnesota as the flatlands, but this climb to the top of the bluffs was really tough. You may want to introduce the concept of pre-breathing, and you can actually catch me doing it on the video, to your class in advance of a very hard effort. I describe it like this. This nine-minute climb to the top of the bluffs will take everything you and your stoker have. 
Take a minute to pre-breathe to bring more oxygen to your bloodstream in preparation of the effort ahead of us. Long, slow breath in. Very complete exhale out. Now another. Now add that hours gear, but stay in the saddle. Your intensity will be harder than at any point in the class. Your objective is to drop all the riders who have ridden your wheel and show everyone who the dominant team is today. I try to keep my coaching to a minimum on this final climb. The only thing I do tend to correct is when I see somebody with just way too slow a cadence. Now you can decide if you want to keep them in the saddle for the whole climb or not, but most importantly, enjoy teaching this ride. This audio profile has been a production of Deep Breath In LLC and is intended for Indoor Cycle Instructor Pro members only. I truly hope you've enjoyed this profile and remember that you can download the printed version from the post for this audio profile. Now, if you have any comments or suggestions for this or a future audio profile, please email me, john at indoorcycleinstructor.com. Now with a firm foundation in place, get out there and teach a great class.